HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Cutting the Curd has been brought to you by Academy Opus Cassius. The Academy Opus Cassius is the cheese industry's unique center for professional development, offering both practical and classroom training in the heart of France. For more information, visit academy-mons.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E-M-O-N-S.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live of the Cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. My co-host is Sophie Schlesinger. Hey, everybody. And today we are really happy to have with us in the studio Mark and Jenny Bello, the proprietors of Pizza Acasa Pizza School and the newly created or newly created creators of the DIY Pizza Pie app, which is now available on iTunes. Um, so Pizza Casa is pizzaschool.com if any of our listeners want to check it out. Um, thank you guys for being with us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I want to make sure I got all that info in there. You yeah, guys have been good. you guys have been doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's start with uh, let's start with Pizza Casa. So tell tell our listeners what is Pizza Casa? How was this business born? Well, uh, Pizza Casa, literally translated from Italian, means uh, pizza at home. And very specifically, we teach people how to make incredible pizza, given the limitations of their home kitchen. No fancy, you know, cooking a pizza on the cleaning cycle in your oven. No wood-burning ovens necessary. However, a, a number of our students do come with either wood-burning ovens at home or the desire to own one. And the skills that they're going to learn will serve them well, uh, not if, but when they all get those wood-burning <laughs> ovens. Absolutely. Um, so... Pizza school. That's not a. It's not a normal business idea for most people to have. How did you go from just being a regular pizza loving guy to owner of a pizza school? Hmm. I know. And, and yeah, it's like how many minutes? Well, uh, do yeah. You right. Have? Yeah. <laughs> well, long story short. Uh, so, born and raised, born in New York, Mount Sinai Hospital. Grew up Westchester, North Jersey. Love pizza. Love New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, pizza. 
find myself in the Midwest, uh, St. Louis for college, grad school in Chicago. I'm out there for close to 20 years. Love it out there. Love the food. Um, but definitely my time in Chicago, and this was starting in the early 90s, there was no pizza option other than just sort of your big box delivery chains and deep dish. And while I do not dislike deep dish, <laughs> you know, it's it's a different sort. It's, it's, it's not, not the a pizza. Yeah. So, it's, it's like deep dish is like a punch in the gut, you know? Yeah. It's like and a you big co- Midwestern coming from punch Illinois, in the gut. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, I like to say I will enjoy a, a slab, not a slice, but a slab of deep dish, you know, if, if offered to me. But definitely, you know, my take on pizza was a lot different. So in my home kitchen in Chicago, I'm out of grad school. I have an art degree. I'm running a furniture business. Just for fun. <laughs> As I'm, you do. You know, of course. I mean, it all makes sense. And just for fun, I'm playing around with recipes, making pizzas in my home oven. And I think the pivotal moment for me was a friend has an art gallery. He asked me to make pizzas for an after party from, from an event. So I'm in this tiny little galley kitchen there, and I'm busting out two at a time. These pizzas are just showing up, and people are like, going, where are these coming from every 10 minutes? <laughs> these are great. So then, you know, when it was disclosed that I was in the kitchen making these People started hiring me to do parties. I had some requests, you know, show me how to do this. And then when I moved back to New York, working at Murray's, which we kind of sort of met. Actually, we have to do a shout out to our sponsor, yeah. the Academy Opus Cassius, which is um, the Mons Fromagerie. Yeah, which is where we really met. Actually, We you, met yeah. at Herbe Mons uh, Cheese Caves yeah. in France yeah. back in 2004. Yeah, we had the Murray's connection. And then yeah. I was going out to France and everyone's like, you got to meet Anne. And we met at Mons in the caves, and or in the market first. You were like, yeah, at the shop in the market yeah. in the town of Rouen, and oh. then and then and then in the caves, and yeah, that was pretty wild. Yes. And so, moved to New York. So moved to New York and basically started teaching pizza classes, nomadically around the city. You know, Murray's, Astor Center, uh, JCC, Whole Foods. Uh, did a really cool uh, event at James Beard House, and uh, and then also what now is currently Jenny's in my full time apartment. At one point, every Saturday and Sunday was pizza school for six people, where we would meet in Little Italy, buy our cheese, do our shopping, walk back down to Chinatown where we live, up five flights of stairs, and bust out a bunch of pizzas on the dining table and cook them in the home oven. And you know, at that point, still it wasn't like I was figuring out I want to do something with food. What's my next move? And I know, you know, like the idea of opening a restaurant, I've worked in enough restaurants just to know the commitment and the time and, you and know, the insanity, the insanity. Yeah. yeah. Um, not like, to we s- don't need to mince words here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally <laughs> insane. Not to say it's not going to happen at some point. I mean, Jenny and I both love food, love to cook, love to feed people, you know. Um, but currently, as crazy as we're working right now, there is still an on-off switch from time to time, which is nice. And with a restaurant, we couldn't do that. But in my apartment, I would people would find me, Google searches, whatever, and they would you know come to the class. They'd be like, "Oh, this would be like an amazing thing to do with my office or with my clients, or you know, uh, or where can I go get a pizza stone right now?" So the idea to open up the shop to have a bigger classroom, still intimate, twelve people at a time, but a bigger classroom. Uh, a space to do private events with with our custom tricked out spot, and then also the retail store where we sell um, you know the best of the best of both home pizza making equipment and then some cool stuff that you can't find like at your regular kitchenware store. But just we've got some neat stuff that we get from like 
like the best pizza cutting wheel you can find with a handle <laughs> resistant 500 degrees. You're a curator. Yeah. You're yeah. using your art degree again. Right. Yeah. You know? You <laughs> so, so you've got Pizza Casa, which is this amazing pizza school. Um, where is it located? It is on the Lower East Side uh, on Grand Street. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a 10-minute walk from Aleva Dairy, which you – know their mozzarella i do yeah, yeah. we uh, we're back we're yeah we we, we buy a leva mozzarella and ricotta at the shop excellence yeah. and uh yeah and so um but we're on the lower east side um we're right on the same strip with Cosars bialis and the donut plant uh definitely you can see there's a round food theme going on there. <laughs> and, um, no gluten-free here no yeah. sir yeah <laughs> yeah um, but it's funny too, cause we're in a neighborhood, it's not little Italy, you know, it's more, I mean, if anything, it's really multi-ethnic, but there are a lot of businesses there that are kosher and stuff. And when we opened people were like, what are you doing here? You know? And I learned from my uncle shortly after we opened that across the street, Seward Park high school, my grandfather on my maternal side, uh, Hyman Breckner, uh, graduated class of 27 with Walter wow. Matthau. So yeah, my dad's from Italy, but my mom and everybody else, you know, New York. And so right. I guess I'm OG, you know, as far as it goes in the hood. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's bonafide. Those yeah. are, those are some chops. Yeah. Grandfather was born on Hester street. So wow. wow. Real close. That's amazing. So you guys are on the Lower East side. Um, and so describe the inside of your shop. Cause you were just talking about, you know, the tricked out specificities of your, uh, of your pizza school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could probably do a really good job of recreating what it's like in there, uh, you know, through, through words. It's, it's a pretty amazing space. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And you've seen it evolve too, because you've seen it from, you know, I mean, when I got the space, it was a big box, a big white box. And actually, you know, from an art background, a lot of the stuff that I did was installation work where I would have a space and would create an environment in that space. So for this, you know, I knew from teaching my classes, you know, all over the city and, you know, c- kind of configuring my apartment into a weekend cooking school and all that, ideally what I wanted with the space. So like every square inch, you know, we really try to think out, um, you know, New York too, spaces yeah. can be tight. Comes but we, at a premium. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, we actually have it to this point where the retail and the cooking class space kind of flow into one cohesive unit. And when we do our private events, we now can do up to to 24 people where there's sort of a hangout eat and drink area coupled with the the full-on hands-on experience of the pizza class so it's kind of fun because it's it's an ever-evolving you know when people say so you're not using your sculpture degree anymore it's like yes sir yes i am (laughs) yeah Yeah. well so so you walk in and there's like this big table down the middle um with like it's like a dual leveled table where there's a work surface on the bottom level and then there's kind of a shelf for ingredients on the top level yep. and other accoutrements. The walls, I have to say, are like packed with crazy tchotchkes. You are a collector of stuff, as I am, but you're very specific about the stuff that you will put up on your walls. There's a lot of red and white checkerboard themed, like yeah, a we, nice pizza restaurant tablecloth. We, we took that aesthetic and, and ran with it, you know. What are some so. of your favorite, you know, sort of uh, uh, tchotchkes that you've got up on the, up on the walls these days? Well, uh, definitely top of the list, uh, friends of ours from, from Toronto, Rob and Christine, who, uh, Rob is actually also the illustrator who did the illustrations for the app, which are unbelievable. Awesome. Um, they, for my uh, 40th birthday, gave me a soft sculpture 
pizza wheel and a soft sculpture slice of pizza, like made out of felt and embroidered. And the pizza slice has googly eyes all over it. You know, <laughs> you got it's amazing. me. Amazing. And, and that I have framed in a shadow box on the wall. Also, um, something that I, I like to point to a lot. Jenny and I last February were, you know, two years of working nonstop. We, we were able to go to uh, Italy uh, and France for three weeks, mm. which was cool. And, um, one of the places when we when we landed we we landed in Rome that was the only place we had a really set place to stay and just winged it from there and when we got there our hotel room wasn't open yet so of course naturally for breakfast we sought out the nearest pizzeria and <laughs> <laughs> not, as you do yeah. yeah and uh and it was the roman style pizza which is that pizza al taglio the meaning by the cut and it's mm-hmm. like you go in and it's like these rectangular trays and you tell them how big a piece and then they cut it for you and so we just found this place and just you know went there each day and just got to try a ton of different pizzas. And the second day I'm like, I need a piece of the paper. They serve the pizza on it. Cause this is wax paper with like a, an, a, a illustration of a square slice of pizza with an oil can and tomatoes. And, um, and you know, cause the ones that gave you your slice on were now had grease. Yeah. Spots on. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, the woman was sort of confused. Like, why do you need this? And my Italian is not good enough to say because I'm going to frame it and put it at my pizza school. <laughs> so, but she gave me both that piece and then another piece of paper with the name of the place on it, which is like Giovanni Russi Figli or something, and it's by the Via Flaminia t- train stop. So, when people are like, "I'm going to Rome, where should I eat?" I'm like, "Take a picture of that." So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. And Jenny, what do you think? What's your fave? I mean, there's. I was gonna say the soft sculpture. That was gonna be my uh, my yes. number one thing. But it's been fun, you know, watching just like the transformation of the walls as we collect things and hang them up and the, yeah. s- the story gets better. So, And it's truly like a submarine, you know, it's like there is a util, there is a utilitarian purpose for each and everything in your space. Um, submarine. I like that. It's, it's a very, it's a very well thought out, very um, fun environment. Um, but so I want to actually, I want to take a quick break and then when we come back, I want to talk about the app and okay. about how, how that started and, uh, and get some good, good visual and audio clips from that. So stay with us on Cutting the Curd.
The Academy Opus Cassius is the cheese industry's unique center for professional development, offering both practical and classroom training for cheese professionals ready to move their careers to the next level. When you come to learn at the Academy, we instill our love for cheese, our expertise, and our experience so that you can support artisanal producers, impeccably care for the fine cheeses you carry, and serve your customers with skill and enthusiasm. We integrate hands-on practice, formal instruction, and classroom discussion in all of our courses. The Academy's programs are offered at the Mons Fromagerie in the heart of France, where cheese undergoes affinage and cheeses are received, prepared, and shipped. Several Mons retail shops are nearby. The surrounding countryside is the home to producers whose excellent cheeses are cared for by the Mons team. The Mons cheese business has more than 50 years' experience caring for and teaching about cheese in France, a country known as the source of some of the world's greatest cheeses, deepest cheese tradition, and the highest level of technological research and rigor in cheese making and ripening. The Academy has been recognized by the American Cheese Society as the first approved education center for those preparing for the certified cheese professional exam. Enroll now for Essential Foundations for Cheese Professionals or Affinage, the Art and Science of Maturing Cheese. For more information, visit www.academy-mons.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E-M-O-N-S.com. Certified Cheese Professional is a registered trademark of the American Cheese Society. And we're back on Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. Um, so today we are happy to have with us Mark and Jenny Bello, who are the owners of Pizza Acasa Pizza School and the creators of DIY Pizza Pie, which is a new pizza-making app that you can download for your iPad off of the iTunes store. Um, so you're an, you know, an artist turned pizza maker turned pizza teacher, and then you, know, you decided, why not, why not make an app? How did that uh, come about? Uh, well, the idea of doing a book has always been there and mm. was actually approached by some really cool people, like really some, some very flattered, some nice publishers, things like that to do it. But, you know, uh, and the timing too, it was like right shortly after the store had kind of opened really, I mean, this app is three, three years of making, I mean, at, at present we've made close to 17,000 pizzas in our classroom, you know, in our home oven and we've easily seen 10,000 people, you know, doing this and every question, every mistake, every triumph, everything like that, just, it sort of took, you know, it's all distilled in, into this. And when we were first talking about a book, a lot of the requests I was getting for proposals were very much just like, okay, we need 75 recipes. We need a chapter about dough. We need a chapter about, you know, the history of pizza. And I was like, that book has been made. Many times. Many times. I collect pizza books, and I've got them all, like, yeah. you know, American, Italian, French, whatever. And I wanted to do something kind of different. And um, th- also, the app, it's it's this sort of fluid medium, and it's also this interactive kind of thing. So the way that we approach this, and I, I, I think, you know, I've checked out a bunch of cooking apps out there. This one really... It's almost funny because when we show it to people, they look at it and they're like, oh, you made an app. Cool. And then we start to play with it. And then they're like, whoa, like this is really intense. And it's like it's a great tool. Yeah. And it. well, I was going to say, if I can interrupt for two seconds, the other thing that's different about a book and an app is the fact that a book is just static. You know, you've got pictures on a page, you've got words. You don't see how these processes are happening. So I know, for instance, you know, I'm not a baker, but whenever I try to make dough for a pie or something like that, you know, it's like. Trying to get that texture right and, and knowing what that should feel like, look like, is really difficult when it's just on a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and then again, you know, there are cooking shows as well, but um, which essentially, you know, there's an, there may be some text on the screen and then you're seeing a video of the action. So we broke this down. Like, I'm a really big fan. I collect cookbooks as well. And I love, like from the 80s, the Time Life Good Cook series. <laughs> Amazing. And actually, I met somebody, a woman who works at Food & Wine, who who worked on those and I was just like, Oh, I wanted to autograph all 28 copies. Like they're, <laughs> they're so awesome. And they're, and they're broken down into like little squares of information step by step. So with the app and I'll, I'll bring it up here. Um, if you go into like your, so uh, we're looking at the app yeah. and I'm going to, I'm going to describe the screen for everybody. So it's DIY pizza pie. You see this picture of a pizza and then each slice is a different category. Yeah. So, so we got eight slices. Okay. Uh, know your dough. Mm-hmm. Choose your cheese. Very important. Because someone in this room happens to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, make a great appearance. <laughs> uh, secrets of the sauce. Uh, oven etiquette. Pizzaiolo. Pizzaiolo's pantry. Uh, which pizzaiolo pizza maker. Uh, mm-hmm. Tools of the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seven deadly pizza pitfalls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that one sounds scary. That's a good one. Yeah. That's seriously like... You, 10,000 people later, you, I can tell you, number one, you know, the, the biggest mistake everybody makes, including me, you know, made. Uh, so Too much cheese? Too much everything kind of a thing. I it's was... all there. It's all in the seven. The seven, I mean, I can pull that up. You see, we've got the <laughs> dreaded the, rolling pin. The rolling, oh, <laughs> rolling pin's bad news. Uh, the uh, OCDD, which uh-huh. would stand for, the yeah, second D is for dough. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, overhandling the dough. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, OPD, other people's dough. Store-bought dough. <laughs> uh, soggy. Soggy. Yeah, don't want wet dough. Yeah. Holy smokes. Just burn the house down. Yeah, yep. we all know, uh, and especially if you live in a high-rise, set off your smoke alarm, everybody's smoke alarm goes off. Oh, yeah. You're bad me- news. meeting your neighbors on the sidewalk, explaining to the fire department what you've been doing, then they all want pizza. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough, yeah, that's a tough order to fill. Uh, shut it, which we were talking about keeping that oven door shut. Nice. And then the number one thing, uh, over the top topping, which is, and this is all really mm-hmm. explained in more detail. And then also fun little Easter eggs throughout the app. There's 70 videos in this app. Wow. Like even on this one, you tap... The little demon there, and there's a picture of uh, me and uh, Neil. Oh uh, my God! That, when was that photo taken? Like about 13 or so years ago. <laughs> this is a picture from a charity event we were doing at the Drake oh. Hotel, and we were making pizzas. And looking at that pizza, a you can see the little icon of the rolling pin and the over-the-top topping. Yeah, uh, yeah, way, way flat. I mean, that box has better texture than that pizza. Oh no! Way too much cheese. <laughs> yeah, cheese on the, yeah. The, the whole I, thing. I I was a I I was a perpetrator of the over the top. I always wanted to put too much were. cheese on my yes. pizza. And when you were doing it, I was like, "What a small, like you know, ungenerous little dabbling of cheese you put on that pizza." And then right. I was like, "Oh my god, it's perfect." Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It's it, amazing. It's the the way that I learned. Less I was is more. Less exactly. That mantra is repeated throughout the app. That is one of the main things I could say for success in pizza making is. Use less than you think you need, and then when it's baked, freak out about how amazing it came out. And even if it's not amazing, it's going to be delicious. Eat it and learn from your mistakes as you go. But, yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so so describe how the apps work. So we've got the eight slices. We just took a little tour through the seven deadly yeah, pitfalls. Yeah, uh, we jumped right to that. Yeah, <clears throat> no. I lo- yeah, you got to know what not to do first. Um, but then, yeah, how does the rest of the app work? Well, so it is kind of chronologically arranged in terms of starting with dough, then picking your cheese sauce, how to use the oven, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also within there are anything that is bold-faced and in red, tap it because it's going to bring up a video or take you to another section. So it, it was cool because building the app, it took, it, I would say it was a year and a half of actual construction and like, you know, a good two, three years of, of gathering the information. And as we built the app, it kind of told us how to make it in that you're, mm. you know, you're, you're making your dough and then all of a sudden you're wondering, well, you, a, a certain technique or a piece of equipment to bring all that together and then right. it takes you to the tool section or whatever yeah that kind of stuff but just tapping on like let's say here we are yeah let's choose one noon and one o'clock know your dough so um the first thing that's going to come up is you've got uh you like this that's rob the illustrator was talking about so you see kind of it's like a comic book and there's like a little like wham bam like wait get your ingredients and then and, it shows a tap, step-by-step like a graphic novel what do you need to make your dough there's your ingredient list then you get your ingredient plus list. Tap that, and it'll bring up an email. Oh, wow. So you tap a little icon that says email, and then it emails the ingredient list to yourself, yeah. which oh. is genius. That's because, a really good idea. Yeah. Also, within the entire within the app, um, there is uh, there is the ability to switch from imperial to metric to, like, cups and spoon measures. So, like, if you're cool. making a pizza, and, you know, I mean, another thing I learned in, my cl- in the class is that with the exception of pretty much people in the United States, everybody else grew up with the metric system. So when you're measuring flour, you're not using a cup. You're using a scale. So like in the pizza possibilities, let's go to margarita, get your ingredients. And there you've got imperial and weight. Tap on metric. It brings you the metric. Dry and liquid measure brings you that. And then it'll email you the corresponding thing. Wow. Um, yeah. Some other fun little things like in it. You know, we well, so well, why don't we take a tour through one of them? So okay. you said, you know, you can tap on, uh, and I want to get some audio going on yeah, here, so yeah. so we can hear sure. some of these great videos. So pick a pick a video, any video. And All we'll, right, we'll I'm going to go to Know it. Your Dough just to say, and we're going to go through the section of, uh, let's go to Stretch Your Dough here. Stretch the Dough, everybody's favorite part. And I'm going to show you, uh, there is like the, oh, I'll start with the first one. The, this is a technique that we call, Soft bongos. <laughs> and you can describe the illustration. The soft bongos is this beatnik lady. She's she's drumming on her dough. And she's okay. wearing cool sunglasses. All right. So you tap on soft bongos, and there is a split-screen video. So you're seeing my hands from a bird's-eye view, from my point of view, and then my hands from the side. Because you know, you're seeing where my fingertips are making contact. This was something really important that I wanted to show. Cause in the classroom we have the, the dough cam over my workstation sure. and then everyone's seeing from the side too, because stretching dough. Well, I'm it's gonna, a delicate art. There we go. All so, right. and then playing soft bongos. <laughs> All right. So here's your dough. Um, first move that I like to do to open up a ball of dough is something I call the soft bongos, which, uh, you know, Stretching dough is often counterintuitive. You hear the word stretch, you think you need to push, you need to tug, you need to pull. And any of you who stretch dough before know that when you do that, you end up pushing the dough. The, the outside is thick, the inside is thin, it starts to tear all of these things. So simply what I'm going to do, it's just like I'm playing the bongos, nice and soft. I'm patting this into a bigger circle. 
You can even hear the little bongo I can find effect. it all the way to the edge. As long as I'm gentle it's with live. the dough as I'm handling it. <laughs> when it bakes, I'm going to get nice puffy perimeter on there. Just leave a little bit of slack in the center because as I stretch the dough, no matter where I'm working at, the center is going to thin. If I leave myself a little extra thickness, it's not going to thin to the point of tearing before I'm done stretching it to the diameter I'm looking for. So, like so. And then each of these steps, you can kind of swipe through the perils of being... So here's, a, here's another one which is talking about uh, when you push your dough. Mm -hmm. it, and the tricky thing was that in doing this video, I was basically trying to mess up a piece of dough and... That's sacrilege. Yeah, you and know? having well, done how it, how can you do that, Mark? No, well, it's actually kind of weird. I'm not like a very coordinated person. Like, hand me a basketball, and doubt it'll go in the net. But with the dough, it's gotten to the point where when I try to actually mess it up, I had I had a hard time. So I this, remember I went to a high jumping camp when I was in high school, <laughs> which is embarrassing but true. And um, actually, yeah, the girl who was teaching us was like this champion at University of Illinois, and she like she couldn't show us how to mess up because she was just so good. You know, <laughs> it's so much like, a part of your muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like I'm some Olympic dose dose stretcher, but you are <laughs> though. Come on, but, don't but anyway, be modest. So this this video is sort of two parts because the beginning you'll see this is very sort you of know, stretching dough is often right. a counterintuitive thing. You hear the word stretch. You think it means you have to push, you have to pull and all that. What I find is when you just dive in there and you start pushing your dough, trying to spread it out like this, the dough starts to get all wrinkled, it gets all thin in spots, it's going to want to tear. It's a mess. So again, it's finesse, no. not but brute force, is going to stretch wasn't the dough enough, the way you want it to go. So I added a part two. Uh-oh. Oh my God. The so scary. Yes. So here's my dough. Shot horror movie style. <laughs> what are you seeing, Anne? What's going on? The dough is being massacred. There are big palms stretching it into irregular shapes, and it's tearing. It's uneven. Oh, my God. It's awful. It's too bad. <laughs> so, oh, then it gets worse. All right, I'm going to Anyway, you know, so to affect it, so there's a lot of humor in here, too, to sort of know communicate making pizza is fun yeah yeah but i guess one of the things i i want to show so let's say you're 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 deep in making your dough okay and you know and what i did is the the videos are all in little sort of 30 45 60 second bits so it's not like you're watching a cooking video where you have to pit pause all the time and stuff plus when you're like hands in the dough you know you don't necessarily want to be touching your ipad screen <laughs> that's I mean, very true we yeah. did two things one the sort of common like there's a gesture where if you shake your iPad, something will come up like an, where to report an error. Here, a, a dough maker's cheat sheet pops up, as you oh, can see. Oh, nice. But let's say you're, you know, hands deep in dough. You don't want to do that. What I encourage people to do when they see the app is just to play and like going into the pantry. Okay, here is, you know, your ingredients, your flour, your water, your semolina flour. Your, your so salt. we're looking at a shelf here yeah. and there's all these cute little icons of flour and a salt shaker and some tomatoes and a balloon animal which i don't think goes on a pizza but i'm sure is there for a reason <laughs> uh, there's magic tricks in the app too so. oh <laughs> nice of course see 4.99 gets you all this yeah, yeah it's amazing it's, it's yeah it's, it's the bargain of the century and i should say too that's something that um uh you know your classes you know aren't cheap your classes are 150 dollars a person totally worth it i am such a convert i've been I've been in your presence making pizza many times, and it's totally an amazing experience. But I mean, to get all this info for four ninety nine is the deal of the century. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much yeah. and magic tricks and <laughs> magic tricks. Yeah. So, um, but wait, can I show you this one thing in the oh, flour? Okay, yeah. Cool. So in the flour, 
you tap on it, and it talks about flower, what I like, why I don't like bleach flower, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people think, all right, I know what kind of flower I need to use. But sure. within, they see this thing, uh, bold red, it says calling all carrots, okay? Okay. So tapping on that, it brings up the video screen, the carrot stick trick. And even with the audio from this, it'll kind of describe what we're doing. All right, let's see. All right. The most common complaint I hear about cookbook apps is who wants to touch their iPad with dirty fingers? Greasy, floury, doughy. The solution? We could have done voice-activated commands. We could have done mind control, but we simply offer something that everyone should have in their kitchen, which is a carrot. You can use one of these, you can use a fancy one that's already peeled for you, and simply take that carrot without touching your screen, like so. <laughs> like you so. can use a carrot to access all of the <laughs> features. There you have it. That's awesome. You like that? Well done. So, no- so how did you get the iPad, the iPad to recognize a carrot versus your finger? Next time you're with a carrot in your iPad, try it out. I'm going to try it. There's no special app needed for that. It's any huh. app, carrot, carrot navigation. <laughs> yes. The things you learn. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. You know, I, when I start showing this, like deviate off of some of the practical knowledge and I'm like, oh, check out this cool video with the carrot. That's No, that's <laughs> yeah. really, I mean, but, those are the things that I wouldn't think about, yeah. like touching your iPad with greasy fingers. I mean, my, you should see my cookbooks. They're disgusting. I mean, there's just like, you know, yeah. splatters and like terrible things. So, yeah. Um, well, so the, the, the class and the app don't cancel each other out because the app is full of like all these great anecdotes and stories and tips and tricks that, you know, every class, certain things will come up when people ask me. So it's all kind of in there. So, if you've taken the class, like the app is absolutely an awesome thing to have. And a lot of people who have taken our class are writing to us, like saying how much they love this, having this as a companion, you know, after the fact. Um, so, you know, if you buy the app, uh, we will buy you a beer in class for your purchase uh, as a credit <laughs> if you come to class because you'll see it's like, you know. Like my the favorite, two go hand in hand. My favorite band. I, you know, I own their CD, but of course I'm going to go see them in concert. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're saying absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you are the master of puns. You're the pun. It's you, true. You, yeah. Well, you work in cheese. You know, it just happens like naturally. Oh, and p- speaking of well, the video with, so going into Choose Your Cheese, um, we go through, we have a behind the scenes with Bob Aleva at Aleva Dairy. And when you go into other suspects, uh, there is Saxby oh. Cheese. And so our video, and you know, you and I start at your store. We talk about cheeses beyond mozzarella for pizza making yeah and then we go back to pizza casa and we make uh bailey hazen blue pear pizza together and we use an ounce of bailey hazen and get this you know oh so good i remember that pizza super fun Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um well okay so uh the app is avail- is available for the iPad only. Correct. And you made that choice consciously. Yes. I mean, there's talk of maybe an Android version and everything. Um, mm. You know, I'm pretty much a Mac guy from back in the day. And uh, the, the, the iPad, what we did is we did it uh, for the iPad simply because... You know, looking at what you're seeing, it's the here. right size. Like you were saying, on a phone, it would be too small yeah. to get all the all the detail kind of in, right. in the in the right in the right uh, format. Yeah, it's like taking a you know a, a nice substantial cookbook that you know you love to look through the pages and shrinking it down onto a playing card, and it just doesn't work. So for the moment, the iPhone didn't lend itself to this. But we've talked about the idea of maybe doing a section on simply dough making for that. So mm. yeah. we'll see as it goes. Mm-hmm. But right now. 
you know, th- this is going great guns and we're having a ton of fun with it and showing it to people and just getting, you know, hearing what people have to say after playing around with it for a while because they keep discovering new fun stuff and all that. So that's well, it's it's beautiful. It's beautifully designed. It's really fun. It's really clever. We recommend it to everybody. Also recommend taking a class at um, if you go to pizza school dot com, you can get the full lineup of classes, private events that you guys do. Yeah. Um, and so actually we are almost out of time, but I got to know one thing before we go, which is what's your favorite pizza place in New York? Oh, pizza place. I was going to say, I mean, pizza restaurant, right. I guess, you know, if you were going to go out, if you weren't going to make your own, where would you go? Man, that's, I know that's so hard. I know. I, and we get this question all the time. And, and, my, and we're sitting at Roberto's. Oh I know. And God. Roberto's <laughs> is awesome. You yeah. Know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all, um, yeah. I mean, so many places that I love, it's kind of like, ask me, you know, yeah, top three. Top three, yeah, and then it's the style of pizza. It's all of these <laughs> oh things. Oh my god! And it's I like, know. You know, I mean, if, if we're going to talk, I mean, old school, the place that's been in my life the longest that it would be Totono's in Coney Island. You Amazing. Know? Pizza. Now, however, I haven't been in three years, so like, you know, a pizza place is only as good as the person making the pizza that day and their sort of passion for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and like at Totono's w- way back when, um, the son Lawrence was making the pizzas, like he just had the touch. I just loved, he charred them the most and the way that I kind of liked it. So, you know, it's great. Roberta's is great. Polly G's, um, out in Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, Lutzo's on first Ave on the East village. You know, and and we, I mean, we were just in. We were talking uh, Connecticut. We were just heading to and from uh, clamming and pizza making in Connecticut, which was amazing. Uh, we stopped in New Haven, front and back, and you know, amazing pizza up there. So. Sally's and Peppy's. As and so and I one day did Totono's in Coney Island, and then Sally's or Peppy's and yeah, and then yeah, so, no, yeah, all three in one day epic. from Coney Island to New Haven <laughs> yeah. and back. I was that was like when yeah, that was a. Uh, that, was that day lives in my memory. I was like, are we really doing this? Yeah, this is insane. We did it. That was nuts. But it was really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. And, um, you know, like, like we said, recommend everybody, everybody download the app. Everybody take a class at Pizza Casa and uh, just eat more pizza in general. It makes you happy. <laughs> Stay with us, so we'll be back next week with another a episode. Slice a day keeps the psychiatrist away. Is that what you're there saying? you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See uh, y'all next week. Cool. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.